0: And then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out. All right. You'll be one of the first hundred people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off and it will be a paid product and that will be it. All right. So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people, because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right. That is it. Now back to this episode. $6,000 in sponsorship revenue with zero downloads is what we're chatting about today. And A handful of amazing conversion and growth tactics from a man, Adam Shibley. Let's dive in. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination. Podcast Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. All right. What's going on, Adam? Shibley. From uh, Indiana, I got it right, man. I he had to coach me on it the first couple of times here. Um, Crushed just it. before, just before we got on air. But um, dude, good to have you on. You had me on your podcast about a month or two ago, and it was awesome. You bring a lot of energy. Um, you've got some really interesting ways, uh, and how how you're promoting your podcast using your podcast as a tool to accelerate your business and um, build your build your brand. So, um, dude. Uh, thanks for first of all having me on the podcast business school show um that was fun you bring a lot of energy to that show and um pumped to have you here man because you do some unique things and you think differently from most podcasters that i know and that i see so man i just want to have like a a fun conversation around like what's working what's not um you know and and what's going on in the podcasting space at least in your neck of the woods i think it's yeah for people
1: yeah lewis well i'm pumped to be here man like I'm a fan of what you do. I feel like we're kindred spirits because we're both kind of, we come from the fitness background and (laughs) we landed in this podcasting space, but I I see it as a huge advantage because we are are so different than everyone else as far as the, the podcast coaching, the podcast marketing side of things, because we had to figure it all out on our own. We don't have marketing backgrounds and degrees and and Facebook ads and stuff like that. We had to figure yep. out our own way and that makes us super unique and we're both seeing really cool things happen with that. So, uh, I love uh, you had you rocked it on my show, man. So I'm like, ah, the pressure's on. I got to really I got to dominate. I got to totally dominate with the Podcast <laughs> Dominators here, man. Uh so, yeah, I, I'm ready to rock. I, I got a few few uh things I'd love to share with your audience and we'll
0: just kind of see what the conversation goes. Cool, cool, dude. So Um, I'll make sure we link that episode below that we did on your show. So people can check that out as well. Um, But I guess a quick background, you mentioned you from fitness in the fitness space. Um, How'd you get here in podcasting? Kind of what are you doing now? And if you can remember it, which I know you're you're good at this stuff. So what are you doing now? And then what are you excited about? I'm going to add like three questions into one here. And then we'll just, we'll go from there.
1: A 12 step process. All right.
0: All right. So (laughs) back
1: in 2007, that's when my... My entrepreneurial journey kind of took a, a, a turn. I, I weighed 327 pounds. So uh, I was a heavy dude and I went on a weight loss journey. I ended up losing over 100 pounds. Wow. And as I did that, I started helping other people in my hometown in the good old Midwest, Indiana. Shout out. And lots of opportunity for weight loss in Indiana. Um, the. The cool thing was, I formed a business out of that. So, I, this was back when boot camp fitness was like giant and really like, like getting kicked off. And I was like, I'm doing boot camp. And there was a lot of money to be made. And I created a business out of it. I ended up helping my hometown of Bloomington, Indiana, where Indiana University is located. Uh, my clients did 35,000 pounds of weight loss in five years. Through this boot camp thing, I tracked it. We were across the street from a McDonald's. It was hilarious because they had like the billion served. And I had my little sign that's like 10,000, 15,000, 30,000 lost. Uh, so we were battling McDonald's. And uh, that led to a lot of people approaching me, going, You should franchise. And that made me throw up my mouth a little bit because I'm like, I really don't want to be in charge of a lot of things or a lot of people. That's not really what I want to do, but I do want to make a bigger impact. And eventually I caught wind of podcasting and I said, this, this I could be interested in because I like to talk and I like to teach. I've got a lot of stories to share, a lot of tips to share. And that's where my first show, The Million Pound Mission, was born. Uh, So the goal was to extend what we were doing locally and we were tracking results. Like people would listen to the show, they would lose weight, they would donate their weight loss on the website, the little ticker would go up and we'd track it and the whole thing. So... That was my first show, which I did 375 episodes of every week for a lot of a lot of years, and uh, I've recently rebranded that. But that led me into it's kind of a similar story. From you know, I got good results with the health podcast. I was monetizing. I had online coaching, and I was selling courses and all this stuff. And other podcasters started to go, okay, can you mentor me in the podcasting space? And I was like, ooh this is interesting. And I started you know, working on that. And then that, that basically uh, inspired me to shoot off two more shows about podcasting where that's where podcasting business school came from. And now my newest show, let's talk about your podcast. Uh, so I've got three shows. I'm now I'm a recovering gym owner. I sold the gym in uh, 2019, which was amazing timing—pre-Coronavirus pandemic. Uh, amazing timing, and and now full-time podcasting. Uh, you know, mentor, podcasting business coach, and we're, we're monetizing in a lot of different ways. Like one of my shows, it's all about sponsorship. The other two, it's about you know uh, promoting programs, products, services. So I've got a lot of experiences across the board, and uh, that's stuff I love to share.
0: Cool, cool, dude. That's why you're that's why you're here, man. So I love the um like you, you mentioned you have something I think is really cool here. You mentioned you have three, you have multiple shows, and each one of them has a different type of or two of them have the same, the other one has different type of strategy around like how you're what's the path like from listeners to revenue to profit. You know what I mean? Like what does that look like? And I think that's so important for people to have a clear strategy or a clear idea of like, okay, well, this show is gonna do this, and then I'm gonna build this one over here, it's gonna do that. Um even if you're just starting out, you you have one show, have one clear path to monetization, one clear path to cash. Um, and I think sometimes we get into this too much. We're like, oh, we can do it this way or we can, we can try to monetize our podcast so many different ways. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have one really solid strategy than three sucky ones. Um, what's kind of the, I guess for you, in, in the age of Clubhouse, because we can't ignore that. And in the age of Corona, clubhouse and Corona, Um, (laughs) that sounds like a good song, man. That does. (laughs) You know, um, what's kind of working for you? Are you finding more people are sponsoring shows now to get more traffic? Or I'm curious about that because I don't know that that realm that much.
1: Okay, so I'm newer to the whole sponsorship gig as well, and so let me just lay out my my game plan with with my show Low Carb Hustle. All right, that's my health show. I. I did 375 episodes, Million Pound Mission, and what I realized was, you know, I was selling products, programs, services. It was going okay, but the health space, it's harder to make money charging people for health than it is for business, unfortunately. People people are much more willing to invest in learning how to make money than they are learning how to get healthy. So I was like, okay, let's tweak this a little bit, and I pulled in two co-hosts, two of my best friends. Robert Sykes, the Keto Savage, and Danny Vega uh, from the Fat-Fueled Family Podcast. They both have giant audiences, like giant, millions of downloads. I was like, let's create the the low-carb Death Star, and let's have a show that we do together. And we were able to monetize with $6,000 worth of monthly sponsorships before we even launched one episode because uh, of some unique strategies. We all bring brand power. Yeah. so we it wasn't just about like the reads the, the the pre-roll the mid-roll the the outro reads it was we're gonna create a customized you know comedy based uh, Instagram reel for your brand every. Advertising cycle, which is four weeks, so all of us like lip syncing to like the Frozen soundtrack or something like, and it's like, and then (laughs) it's it's something that people are going to remember. And every time we bring on a sponsor, I ask for full comedic license because I like to make the ads entertaining and funny because people actually listen to them. (laughs) It's not a pre-taped thing. It's me. It's like whatever stream of consciousness pops into my head. That's what comes out of my mouth, and I try to get to people to to smile or laugh. Like, I'll read ads in my Sean Connery voice. Like, we have this brand partner, Cassandrino's Olive Oil. I like to put a little bit in my beard when I'm feeling rowdy. It makes me... (laughs) Anyway, you get the the, the point. I just say whatever in Sean Connery voice and people laugh and they remember it and like, Cassandrino's Olive Oil. Yes, you know, that's... that It sticks out. Uh, We're sponsored by a company called Gainswave, which is a male enhancement tool, um, which is hilarious for me to read sponsors sponsorship ads about yeah. Yeah, uh, um it's amazing <laughs> so uh yes it is really fun and they're paying us to do it so we were able to package together our branding and say we'll do an instagram story with swipe up links once per week. so it wasn't about like we had zero downloads at that point but we were like here's where it's going to go we're projecting like first month like we're going to get to 20 down, 20,000 downloads an episode We feel like really good about that. And you know, we're just projecting numbers, but we know what we will do is email our newsletter list and we will do these reels and these stories. And we're gonna, you know, you're gonna be in at the ground level. So that brought a lot of hype into it. And they're like, yeah, we're in. And we want to lock in for a three-month contract because we want to lock in these low prices because they know we're gonna grow and prices are going up. Yeah. So that like positioning and that uniqueness is working really well. They want to be a part of the brand. So, um, so that was how we kind of did that up front. Now, somebody that's just getting started in podcasting won't be able to do that, but what you can look to do is, you know, you and I both know the, the niche. I, I forget Lewis, are you a niche or a niche guy? What, how do you pronounce it?
0: It depends what day of the week is, I guess, Um, because I've said both.
1: That's how I, I vary it, you know. I'm, I'm like, I'm from the Midwest. I can, I can do whatever. Um, (laughs) So let's say it's, it's we're using the niche terminology today. Uh, So we both know the power of the niche. So if you are well niched with your show, your brand power increases. It's the difference between like having a billboard next to a highway or you know, a very specified ad for the right in front of the exact right people that you want to talk to. So if you're really niche down, you can put some brand partnership stuff together and maybe it's just like a free giveaway to start a relationship. And then the next month you're like, well, we had a great response from this. How about doing uh, this package for a hundred dollars a month or whatever? And then you just build up from there and all of a sudden you're at least not podcasting as a hobby anymore it's paying for itself and that's a nice place to get to so yeah that, that's yeah. something to think about
0: yeah that's huge i love that idea of like, you know partnering with someone else who has got brand recognition they've got a, you know following already in other channels Um what you describe there is what i call cap advertising or sponsorship so custom advertising packages you basically build a package you've you've you can give them different levels like gold brown silver you you know not only relied on the podcast i think that's a very b- bad strategy unless you're npr yeah getting you know a couple million a month you're just not going to make the money there so you know you know bundling that that's what we've had clients do and man like they do good they do better than me i'm like what the heck i <laughs> am producing your podcast i'm like i should have changed their contract here <laughs> to get a percentage and you need you need yeah. a slice of that pie lewis a little sponsorship cut back man yeah um <laughs> So, so So, it's great. So where a question for you, man, where did you find the sponsor? Did you like, do like cold outreach? Was it LinkedIn? How did you find success in like locating the people you were trying to reach?
1: Well, we all have brands that we like in the low carb space and brands that we've used, you know, we've all done giveaways before. So we kind of had planted those seeds and now we're like, listen, we're all combining forces. This is going to be big. And it's different because not only are we, it's not just like a low carb health show. We talk, I mean, we call it the the number one ranked low carb comedy podcast in the world because it's the only one. It's (laughs) like, we try to make people laugh constantly. Uh, That's another thing that attracted sponsors is every fourth episode, I, I do the low carb game show. So I created this game show where we pull a super fan out of the audience, have six levels, which each one is... Is sponsored, okay. Uh, and so I'm reading ads during each level, like this this level, this the the Who Will Laugh First challenge is sponsored by Gainswave. And and then we have this like laugh battle of can I make the other the, they have to place a bet who will laugh first, me or Danny. We're sitting there making fun of each other the whole time, yeah. And uh I'm like Danny Vega looks like a cross between Tony Montana and Thanos, and <laughs> uh <laughs> and like he's just like staring at the screen, like trying not to laugh, but so we, we market it uniquely like that. And, uh, that, that brought them in that, that brought a lot of uh, sponsorship attraction. But once we were like, we have these relationships, like, I think this is really going to take off. It's different, but we're also marketing to our, our listener base of low carb entrepreneurs. So we're bringing, like I just put an APB out on Instagram. i like who's out there hustling as a low carb entrepreneur that wants to level up and wants to learn more about growing on Instagram, learning how to to be a podcaster or, Know, how to develop online courses or just wants to level up their entrepreneurial skill set in the low-carb space. So we're gonna pull them in for a round table discussion. And now these brands are now being put in front of other brand influencers, not just the three of us, but a round table of 10 up-and-coming brand influencers. So they like that a lot too. Cause that's if you get in front of 10 brand influencers and then you blast that relationship out to their audience, that's that's something that we can leverage as well. Right. And There's monetization down the road with like, you know, mastermind type situations, workshops, live events on the entrepreneur side of things. So you just look like with me, with these shows, like, all right, who am I trying to serve? How is that unique? How is it going to stand out from everything else out there in the space? And then how do we just over freaking deliver time and time again to where they're? Like Adam, just let me pay you. <laughs> you know, let me let me give you my credit card. I need to pay you for something, man. Right. That's that's
0: that's right. what I like. Right, I love it, dude. That's um, it's a great angle. You've leveraged your strengths, right? Like you didn't try to be the super analytical guy because you're the funny guy. You have great voiceovers, yeah. and personalities. You can you can tap into. So that's how you played your strengths. So. Um, I think it's just smart strategy and the fact that you looked at the market first and said, what's different and unique about this podcast. Cause there's a lot of health and fitness podcasts talking about low carb, ketogenic craziness and all that stuff in between. Like there's a lot of stuff out there already out doing that, but how are you, you're not just talking about macros <laughs> or talking about, um, yeah. foods, the best foods to eat, man. And I think I, I think that's awesome. Love that. Yeah. Um, so for for you, you found the sponsors through existing relationships. You had done giveaways before you, you knew the brands that you liked and, and you actually bought from in the past. Um, what are some things you've learned along this way that um, you didn't learn when you first came up with the idea or jumped into it?
1: Well, I think one of the big real- realizations, Lewis, is that I was like, wow, we made money before we even launched the show. That's possible. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. do it right. Like, and it gave me confidence that you don't have to have millions of downloads to have sponsors. Now, for all the newer podcasters listening out there, what I don't want you to think is like, that's the only way to do it. Or that's what I got to do. Like, I'm five years in the game and I'm just now playing with sponsorship stuff. (laughs) Like, I was paying the bills with coaching, online courses, workshops, services, you know, memberships. I still feel like that is much, much easier But I've put in the work and I've built the brand and I've built the relationships. I've been seeding these relationships for four years and now the harvest is coming. So that's very important to understand. Don't be out there like, ah, I'm going to sell millions of dollars of Four Sigmatic, you know, mushroom coffee. (laughs) Like I tried that. I was making like, 30 cents a month off affiliate commissions <laughs> off that, that deal. Yeah, right. uh, and I was like, how about I just sell my own coaching for 500 a month? And wow, that's a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> something to keep in mind, but you can do it. But again, I think it's really, really important to realize that if you have a skill set an experience level that you can help someone else shorten the learning curve with what you're talking about within your, your show's niche, mm-hmm. that's, that's the way, would look and one of the things that i've really i created a a term like you and i are similar in this way too we like to name things our processes so all kinds of i created this process this this terminology that i call the community to client bridge that's something that i need everybody to really visualize is when you know we all want the downloads the downloads are awesome and they feed our ego but the downloads are no good if we're not doing anything to nurture that relationship and to bring them closer, yep. right? It's just downloads. So when, somebody, when I get a new download, a new subscriber, I've, I kind of visualize them as being on like the banks of, of, a, of a pond, like the, mm-hmm. like the sand. Like they're out there on the sand of, of the pond. I'm in the middle. I need to create that community. Now they're my community, but I need to build a bridge to get them closer if they're eventually going to be a client, if I have any shot at it. Because exactly. you and I both know Like just putting a random shout out on your podcast, like, and now my membership's open. Yeah, let's go. And like having like thousands of people come in, like that's not usually the case for some people it is, but for a lot more people, it is not. So we got to get them closer. So what are the stepping stones that we can put in the water to get them in closer? And that's where, like I do my pod pals uh, meetup which you still need to attend, Lewis, uh, yeah. you, you got to come to one of my Pod Pal's meetups. It, it's a it's a PodPals Zoom party. Every other week, I host a little Zoom party. It's not a meeting because it's way more fun than that. Um, and I get together people from my audience and we it's like a late night talk show. Like there are segments and I teach a little bit. We do interview swaps. We do, uh, get, you know, I got this dry race board wheel. I spin and I'll give away prizes and stuff but it's a thing and people are getting value out of it. So that brings them closer to me. So I only do these 20 people at a time. So it goes from the bank, that first stepping stone, we've had some eyeball to eyeball zoom time. And then I've got two different shows about podcasting. I'll follow up with a lot of them and be like, Hey, I think you'd be a great fit for this show or that show. Let's come on for a one-on-one interview. And that brings them even closer. Now we have one-on-one time for 30 minutes to 60 minutes. And by that time, I've got a pretty good feel on how I might be able to help them as a client. They've got a pretty good feel on how I might be able to help them as a coach. And if it makes sense, we go for it. But that putting in those kind of reps yeah, really increases your odds of developing great, relationship, great relationships, but also business relationships. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I love the idea of, and this is a funny thing too, because all the stuff you're saying here is amazing, but people will shy at it because they'll be like, oh, it's a lot of work. You know, like, like you know the shit you did. Like, it's it's a lot of freaking work, but it works. Um, and it's like one of those things that it's like I can't, you can't coach that. But I'm loving the things you're doing, dude. In terms of like bringing the community together, turning it Zoom, not a meeting, not like a you know like a random kind of like just hop on Zoom and look at each other. Like you got segments in there, <laughs> you've got all kinds of stuff in there to engage people. And um, dude, you reminded me of uh, you you ever heard of the sh- the uh, YouTube channel called uh, Overtime? No, it's so my brother-in-law is, he likes it. And these guys have like 20 million downloads and 20 million like subscribers. And they're like, kind of like doing stuff you do, like sponsored segments, but with like Lexus and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, what you've done is kind of taken that, that approach and brought it to localized, brought it to the podcast yeah. space, which is really what's working. Um, For you, for someone who's looking, listening to this and you're like, all right, I'm a coach. I, I'm not charismatic. Like, Adam, like Adam. Um, I talk about, let's just say like financial services, you know, I want to kind of bridge the gap for them and, and figure out like, okay, well, what's something you could do? I kind of like the idea of like, well, you could do like a, buy a weekly or monthly, like kind of pod pals type of feel for people in your yeah. space, bring on listeners and, and literally just have people show up who you've never met, but they've listened to your episodes. Um, yeah. You know, a handful of times. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about how that
1: financial podcast person could could do something like the Zoom party. And I've got an episode where I break this down in detail. And I'll, I'll send you the link on that. It was, it was pretty good. Like I had one of those moments. Have you ever seen uh, Old School? Uh, the movie Old School with Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn. And and all, like there, there's a point where, where where Will Ferrell's character like he blacks out for a while and he says all these really smart things and he comes to me and he's like I don't remember where I was. That's kind of like that what I did with that episode. I was like. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was amazing, but anyway. So let's say that like boring Joe, the accountant. Not to say all accountants are boring, but you know, let's just say, call it what it is. Uh, so maybe they have a show called The Boring Accountant, and they want to get their boring accountant community together and and all speak in monotone voices and go, Bueller, Bueller. Let's let's talk about IRS and what what the key to this is. Number one. They got to opt in email. I'm going to put an email gatekeeper on this thing. I'm not just kicking out like a zoom link, anybody that wants to show up because to me we are getting, and this email opt-in gets a special little tag called super fan, because that is somebody that is going, I want to go to the next level. I want to join the conversation. i want to go eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. So that's important. So there's an email gatekeeper. They're putting their name, their email address, then they can schedule you tag them, this is a super fan. This is somebody that's leveling up. These are people that need to be taken care of. The fishing lure. Yeah. What is the that just irresistible reason why they want to attend every month or every other week? All right. So with PodPals, you know, Lewis, you and I know know this. What do podcasters love? the opportunity to get booked on other podcasts for interviews, oh, yeah. right? Oh, we, we love it. Yeah. So we always do interview swaps and everybody gets to talk. That's why I keep it to 20 people. We do a, a, a podcaster speed dating. Every podcaster gets to talk and go, here's what my show is about. Here's what I love to speak on when I'm interviewed. Here is what, I'm, what who I'm looking for to interview on my show. And then they start connecting. Like People get booked for four or five shows and they're like, this is awesome. I'm always going to come back. So that's the irresistible reason for them to show up. So for the financial planner, maybe you have somebody that's just crushing it once a month, come on and talk and give all their tips. Or, you know, it can even be like, um, I've used a uh, like a mini mastermind idea yeah. of every, everybody gets like 60 seconds, all right? And you get to put an ask out to the group. You can ask for anything, some sort of a connection, uh, an introduction, a tip on something. And the goal of every person in the group is to deliver on one ask in the next 24 hours, so everybody's like motivated to to develop on that. So everybody gets to talk, everybody gets value. So that's those are some key things with with that, and that's how anybody can pull it off. It's it's a thing, and I would do it at least once a month. I do mine twice a month. Yeah, um, that those are the two options that have worked well for for me. But also, you can think about. I was consulting with a woman that. Her show, she's like a model, and she kind of has this like, this like fun-loving, like fashionista vibe. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, I want to get my community together, but I don't know what to do. So we came up with the idea of she's going to go on Teespring and bring her community on there. Teespring is a uh, apparel design website, and okay. she, they're going to get to design a piece of apparel together as a community every month, and they get to say like what colors they like bike and let's put that on a, on some leggings or a tank top and, you know, the images, and they're all going to get to like design it hands-on with her. And then she's going to give away one right there on the spot. And it's like, they're going to show up for that. You know, like that's why they want to attend and they get time with, with the podcaster. So it's a great email list builder. It's an email list builder for super fans. You get eyeball to eyeball time and you move them closer to the center of your message and your center of influence. So like if there's one takeaway from this episode, start building that bridge, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Like that's, that's, it's, and it's a lot of fun. Like you as the podcaster should be like, oh, it's pod pals night. I love this. Uh, like you should be fired up about it. If that, yeah. Then you know, you really crushed it.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you more questions. And we're going to talk about where they can find you. Um, Cause this is definitely a question that I, I see with like, when we do giveaways or when I tell people like, Hey, like, here's how you launch a giveaway. Here's how you do it as a funnel. They get kind of discouraged because I'm like, I don't have a big audience or I'm like, ah, no one's going to do it. Or maybe I get like five entries. Well, guess what? Like my thing is like, you got to do that. You got to put reps in, man. Like I didn't like I'm a hundred and you know, I, when I was in high school, I, I benched, I couldn't even bench 95 pounds. Last time I was on a bench, I benched like 225 for like six reps. That took me 10 years. You know how many freaking reps I put in to get there? <laughs> like,
1: you and know? you guys don't know this, but there's a YouTube video of Lewis doing that. and His shirt exploded off of his
0: chest. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln's in the, in the show notes, definitely Lincoln bio, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like reps, man. And I want to know from you, like how many reps did it take? Like, or just like pod pal events. See, it's hard to see getting traction. Cause I want to make this real for people and make sure they know the right expectations.
1: Dude. I've tried so many things. Like I've got a, a Kajabi account. That's the platform I use to build out all my stuff. And then there's a little section that I call the Kajabi graveyard, which has like 75, courses, mini courses, opt-in pages, all the things that never worked. And I never, and literally 70 plus. And like, this is crushing it. Like it's my number one lead magnet. It's my number one community builder. And that's why like, as leaders in the podcasting space, people like you and I are going, Hey, podcasters do this. This works. Don't do all that other stuff. Well, now let me put this in perspective. I suck at things like email funnels, like click funnels. I don't know. I don't know. I I got nothing for you. Um, Like, I just don't, I'm just not smart enough. Let's just put it, let's just call a spade a spade. I don't have the intelligence to do email funnels, um, but I can do like human energy funnels. So if you're somebody that's just a connector, a relationship builder, you don't have to be great at the email thing. You just have to be great at connecting the dots and going, okay, I got them to the community thing. Let me talk to a few of these people. See if I want to do some like a free, you know, 15 minute chat to see, you know, yeah. a discovery call or like I do in a one-on-one interview on one of my shows. And that's that one-on-one time. And if you can do the community into a one-on-one session of some sort, there's a great opportunity for revenue to happen, but you have to focus more on the relationship than the revenue is what I found. Like that you can't force that revenue square you know, into a, a round hole like that's. Yeah. If they're not ready, they're not ready, and right. you can't you can't be that. You don't be that guy. Like, and now I will sell you my stuff at the end of the episode. Like, that's just weird. Yeah. So, um, so that that's important though. But I think we have to realize that as you're getting started, just build those relationships. Be a friend. Like, be good at really, really good at making friends, and showing your passion, showing off your your skill set and your niche and good things are going to happen.
0: Dude, yeah, I've learned so much from this episode. Um, thank you for coming on and just sharing your energy and your passion, man, with us, because I love it. Where can people find out more about your podcast? I love how you've got these. Are those like pictures, by the way, that you just hung up on the freaking wall of your artwork? The
1: background?
0: Yeah. All right, let, let's drop another knowledge bomb. These are called,
1: I wish I had an affiliate link for this right now, Lewis, I really <laughs> did. I, I I get so many podcasters hooked on these things. IX. Tiles. It's an app on your phone. All right. They only come in one size right now, but what I do is I I take images, my, my show images. Yeah. Watch this. Just watch this. They just pop right off. Boom.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. And
1: then you just pop right back on there.
0: <laughs> oh, we're getting. I don't even
1: know how it works. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds smart, and I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so the. um, those just pop on, pop off mixed tiles. They're great. If you have, if you guys have little kids, bonus parenting tip, uh, like we're on a trip to like spring break or something, I'll take pictures on my phone and I will order the mixed tiles and they'll be at our house when we get home from spring break and the kids put them on the wall and you can like stick them around and organize them wherever. And they're not that bad, but they have, they have deals like pricing wise you know, they're going to be like $10 a tile, but they have sales literally like twice a week and you can get them for like three bucks a tile and you can just fill your wall and you can put like your show. I've got a bunch from my old health show with like guest images and stuff. And you can move them around. If you're going live on Facebook, put that special person right behind you. You can move them as much as you want. Um, Mixed tiles. I should hit them up for a sponsorship. That's my next sponsorship opportunity. I feel like.
0: Yeah, dude, definitely hit them up for a sponsorship. (laughs) A one, one more time. The name again, I X. I as an igloo, X as an x ray tiles. Mix. Oh, I mix.
1: Mix, like a, a mixing bowl. Mix bowls. M I X tiles. Mix tiles. tiles. Okay, I would have completely yes. butchered that.
0: Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, mix tiles.com. Mix Love it, dude. We'll put your yes. link below. Make sure you send it to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there
0: is no, I, I, don't, I don't even, I,
1: I got some free ones because I mentioned them once, but, uh, but yeah, but anyway, those are mixed tiles. If you guys want to connect with me, it's podcastingbusiness.school. And I'm at podcasting business school on, on Instagram. So that uh, I feel like I should have promoted my own
0: website more than the mixed tiles, but you know, I'm all about adding value. <laughs> I love it. All right. Make sure um, the, anyone who missed that. So at, pod, at, at podcast business school on Instagram,
1: podcasting business school on the IG. And um, I, I do all kinds of crazy Instagram reels. I, I've actually, I've got a little freebie for uh, Instagram reels for podcasters. I'll, I'll shoot that your direction too. Um, all these podcasters started asking me, I do these weird things where it looks like I'm like pulling things out of my hat and I scoop it up and I throw it around and I have a blue disco suit that I wear sometimes. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's uh, a lot of fun on, on the IG reels on, on that
0: yeah. one. Dude, I, we have we did even dive into this, some of the shenanigans on social media you're doing, but, but um, that'll be for another episode. You guys got to make sure you'll follow him. Um, one of the uh, smartest marketers and funniest marketers I've seen in a while, Mr. Adam Scheibel, or if I'm saying it right, let me know. Hands up or hands up. Okay, good. Yes. (laughs) Got the thumbs up. I got the seal of approval. Dude, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time and um, good having you, man. Good seeing you. Appreciate it, Lewis. Everybody out there, get out there and dominate. Let's do it.